Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things you've seen, heard, or read, or did, and what we do, you know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. This is Johnny. And obviously, we are going to be doing our Spoilers Please number 265 for Spider-Man No Way Home. But before we go to spoilers, Jamming, uh, your quick thoughts on the movie without spoilers. Yeah, my non-spoiler review of uh, Spider-Man no, uh, no Way Home is, uh, number one, just go see the movie. Number two, hey, if you're a fan of, you know, good times, laughter, joy, adventure, Cry. also redemption. Cry. Redemption? <laughs> redemption is a key word. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go see this movie. You know what I mean? If you don't like these things, if you don't like good times, if you don't like a joy and Christmas spirit and cheer and 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 laughter and you know what I mean, don't go see the movie. But if you do, if you're a fan of those things, go see the movie. What about you, Albert? Absolutely. If you're a fan of Spider-Man and the yeah. MCU, you need to watch this movie. Well, mine's even broader. Like I said, if you just like good times, it's good times. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is, this is good times. Let's go. I mean, yeah. that's as, that's as spoiler-free as it gets, folks. Because here we go. <laughs> We are going to our spoilers for Spider-Man No Way Home. Here comes the spoilers. Here comes the spoilers. It is time for the discussion. To start including some spoilers. Here comes the spoilers for this conversation. Hope you already for all of the spoilers. Here comes the spoilers. Here comes the spoilers. All right, here we are. Spoilers for Spider-Man No Way Home, and there's no way you're turning back now. Here we go, spoilers. So, jumping, go ahead. I really, really like this movie and stuff. I have a big thumbs up. You know what I mean? Uh, I've been thinking about about this for a couple of days. I saw what Thursday night and stuff like that. I mm-hmm. think it's just. I mean, the whole it's so many things to, to talk about. But the thing that that, uh, that that I that I took away from it is Kevin Feige of it all. He's been the last like 12, 13 years leading from you know curating a storyline. You know what I mean? From Iron Man one all the way to Avengers Endgame, like thirteen years worth of storytelling. And you know that was and I thought that was the pinnacle. You know, I thought that that was it. This is it. You know what I mean? This is an achievement of historic proportion you know in, ter- in terms of movie going franchise blockbuster of it all you know what i mean i think this one the no way home of all might be i don't know if it's a better movie but i think it's even more of an achievement it's even more difficult thing you know what i mean because mm-hmm. he's reaching back to a franchise that wasn't his it had nothing to do with the original uh toby mcguire you know what i mean correct from 2002 and and not only did he do that he reached back and you know took and took story elements from the the Andrew Garfield of all the one that ha- that, that happened recently and stuff like that and it's just incredible and it's not like he these are just like oh by the way it's a spoiler Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield in the movie and stuff like that mm-hmm. so not only did he do those two things he, but he didn't just reach back and have these like glorified cameos like winks and nods and shits and giggles but it, those characters those Spider Men are essential to the story of of No Way Home to the themes of No Way Home. It's it's an incredible, incredible achievement. Big thumbs up. You know, that's just a, a small part of this movie. Going back it, to what Jamming has said in the past about Kevin Feige in the MCU, Kevin Feige has a habit of figuring out how to, like I said, redeem previous MCU movies that people don't like movies, as, yeah, don't movies, like as yeah. much. No, no, like yeah. like movies that like toward the dark world, nobody really likes right. it. And then it's like a huge thing in Endgame. 
you know, right. like like Age of Ultron, nobody really likes it. And then it's yeah. like a it's like a huge thing in yeah. which one was that? Is it also it's Endgame? Huge. Oh, one division, one division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Houston one division. It's a way of going back and like, oh, you didn't like that movie? I'm gonna make you like that movie. And then he right. does the same thing with 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 the with the Spider-Man three and the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Right. You know? And some somehow, I mean, I I I, I text this to Albert. Like Mark Webb and the people that made those Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, they owe Kevin Feige a check. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He owes the money and stuff like that. You know what I mean? He he actually redeems and closes story loops and story threads from that from that uh, from that franchise. Yeah. You know, you know, I I I still stand by the fact that uh, those are not very good movies. You know what I mean? And even Tobey Maguire's movie, I don't like. I don't, I think just Spider Man Two is a masterpiece, but Spider Man One, Spider Man Three, I'm not a big fans of. You know what I mean? But yeah, I don't think they don't make those movies better or something, but they do. Somehow redeem them in, in some way, in some way. I, I don't know how to say. It, I, yeah, I think yeah. the way to say it is, they, it justifies their existence. How about that? Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This movie yeah. justifies those movies existed. Yeah. Uh, the, the, we, there was a huge like backlash against the whole like, oh, he has organic webbing, and then this yeah. one, this movie makes fun of that and makes yeah. it almost like, yeah, it's fine, it's fine. He has organic. Yeah, it's webbing. all part yeah. of the lore. You know, it's all part of the Spider mythology. You know, yeah. if you don't like it, it's fine, but. It's, all it's all Spider Man. It's all part of the lore. Yeah, you know when I mean? when yeah. when I saw the trailer and and MJ is falling down and then Spider Man tried to reach to save her, yeah. I I predicted that that was actually Andrew Garfield that saves her because it redeems yeah. that he, the the mistake not the mistake that he failed Gwen Stacy in his movie yeah. and he mm-hmm. was able to redeem himself with this one and I thought that was like a really really strong movie. I know I know there were people in my theater that that clapped when that happened right. because they were like they and were, also they were literally glad. For Andrew Garfield Spider Man, that he was able to save her this time around. Yeah, yeah. and it, as I was watching this movie, the moment that that I came upon this realization, I'm like, oh my god, they're using actual story threads or, or ideas from the previous movie. Is mm-hmm. when you first introduced to Green Goblin, the Green Goblin of all. You know, he's in right. the back alley. He, he's talking to the Goblin Mask just like he did in the previous franchise. Correct. And also, everybody know one of the reasons. Everybody, I, I think, can agree on the fact that one of the knocks against the first uh, Spider-Man movie is that goblin mask. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's a big green ghetto. It's not, it's a joke everybody uses. You know what I mean? But in this one, he immediately says, you know what, let's get rid of it. You know what I mean? But also make it a story point and stuff like that. And the fact that he, they have Willem Dafoe as Norman Osborn amazing. and Green without it. Amazing. Yeah. Unspectacular. It's spectacular. You know what I mean? It makes you want to go to uh, get Sam Raymond slap him, whoever's in charge of, of those movies back and slap him across the face. Why did you put Willem Dafoe's face in, in behind this pl- the plastic mag? You know what I mean? It's incredible with it, without it. You know what I mean? It's incredible. It's incredible performance. It is. So scary. If anything else, I, I think he improved on himself compared to his performance like over 20 years ago, like almost 20 yeah. years ago. You know, and it's, it's it's like it's like he never left. It's like he never left. Yeah. He, he's like he's he's the Green it's Goblin. It's scarier now. He it's, is it, he is uh, Peter Parker, Spider Man's worst enemy, and, and yes. yeah, nobody else could have played this that role yes. but Willem Dafoe. Amazing. This goes back to the Spider Man of it all, not just through the movies, but the comic books and all that stuff. It it re re uh, it tells the audience it reintroduces the idea that Norman Osborn, the Green Goblin of all, is Spider-Man's greatest enemy. You know what I mean? By right. far. You know what I mean? It's not, you know what I mean? Everybody else is, is 
going for second place. You know what I mean? It's just so creepy, so sinister, and so personal too. Every time Green Goblin shows up, he kills somebody that what called Spider Man loves personally and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, okay, so let's let's jump right into that. Okay, so May Parker dying. I I I yes. thought I I kind of saw it happening, but at the same time, what I didn't realize was that they completely reinvented the Ben Parker yes. death and gave mm-hmm. it to May. And right. I thought that was genius. Like for it's all genius. For the, the whole time, we always thought that Ben Parker died the same way he always dies, and they just never showed it. But apparently, right. that was not the case. Right. You know. So yeah, it's amazing. It's an amazing scene. It's a, a multiple layers. It works on multiple. Number one, uh, Mr. Tomei is incredible in it, right? And mm-hmm. also, it's incredible in the fact that it's not your typical uh, death in the sense that oh, it's not overly sentimental. The person dying knows he's he's dying, giving these last words. You know what I mean? May Parker. Is just high on adrenaline, and she, but she's morally focused. You know what I mean? She's saying, "No, Peter, no, we're gonna get up, we're gonna do this." You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's like you know, hey, we we didn't do the wrong thing. You did the wrong thing. You know what I mean? Being a hero is hard. You know what I mean? So it's just that energy. And the second thing, when I realized what was happening, and when she says those immortal words, I realized, hey, those are the actual words from right. Stan Lee. You right. know what I mean? The great power, great responsibility, actually is a misquote. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? With great power comes must come great responsibility. That's like the full quote of it all and stuff like that. When I realized, oh, they're using Stan Lee's actual words, his full quote from the uh, uh, Amazing Fantasy, I think, it's inc- it's an incredible scene, incredible movie and stuff like that. Big, it's it's a it's it's amazing. It's an amazing moment and stuff. It's amazing, and and I'm gonna, I'm gonna toss in a negative here because okay, so so Peter Parker learns the lesson, you know, from from Aunt May, but at the same time, at the end, still kind of wanted to kill Green Goblin. Right. Yeah, of course. And, yeah. And, but and they never he never gave an indication that he wasn't. Toby Maguire yeah. had to step in to save him. And I'm like, are you not gonna give me that look where he just you know was kind of like hesitant? No. He looked like he was gonna kill him. No. I mean, come no. on. Hey, lessons are not are not easily learned and stuff like that. You have to relearn lessons. Sometimes you have to somebody has to step in and stuff like that. And also, you know, yeah, if Toby Toby Maguire's Spider Man wasn't there, he would have killed Rihanna, and then that would have it could have been worse for it. You know what I mean? You know, hey, it's easy to be told one thing, but when when you're you're at May, your mother figure dies. It's, it's not easy. But I, I'm okay with it. But the, totally okay. thematic wise, he should have realized he was going off the wrong end. Especially especially when like ten minutes prior to that, uh, Toby and Andrew were telling him exactly the same thing. Like, don't go there. You know, it's like yeah. But- but saying, but saying something, being told something is different than living a life, living in the moment. Anvay told him. I, I don't think it works like I don't think life works like that. You know what I mean? Adrenaline, there's grief, there's, there's, he's coming off a big battle. I just don't think it works like that. Life, life is not like, hey, every time, how many times have, you to, have your parents told you something? You kept, you, you kept doing it. You know what I mean? It just doesn't work like Sometimes doesn't sort of learn the hard way and stuff like that. And I like the way it's constructed. You know what I mean? The way it's constructed was... Um, Aunt May dies, passes away. So, for uh, so he loses his moral compass, and that's when the other Spider-Mans come into his life to become like his new moral compass and stuff like that. I like it's really well constructed. It's really well done. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. there is a thematic structure in the way that's all being played out that that works in a very meta level. Like the previous Spider-Man yeah. actors are pretty much like telling Tom Holland, like, "Hey, this is how it's gonna play out. I know mm-hmm. it's kind of hard." But but you gotta do it this way kind of thing, and I yeah. I, I like that I did like yeah. That. And what I like the most about it is like like I said, they're not just in there for like these glorified cameos and stuff. Like they're picking up plot ID plot threads, themes from their movie and stuff like that. And then also and there's also a sense of, of continuation of 
their universes and stuff like that. You know what right. I mean? Andrew Garfield hints at the fact that he's a murderer now. You know what I mean? There's a there's a there's a thing where he's a you know he's gone out there and killed his villains now in his universe. You know what I mean? Well, there's, it kind of implied that he wasn't holding back his punches, right? Yeah, holding back his punches. And then the what you call it, uh, what you call Toby Maguire. To me, it was a more interesting one also in the sense that it's implying that he's working, he has issues with Mary Jane's working out, but also says like they have a family. I really thought one of the post credit scenes was him going back to his universe. I, I really thought they were going to show um, uh, May Parker, you know, the oh, Spider Girl. That would be nice. I, I thought that would have been really cool and stuff like that. You know, because he, you know, I thought there's a little, I thought there was something there. But anyway, it, it's good times. It's good times. The, the, other, the other thing, too, yeah, you, you kind of mentioned that he closed off the loop because, I mean, the previous Spider-Man never got a proper ending, you know. Yes. So this one kind of gives them a proper ending. And I've also joked about how how Tobey Maguire was a really good Peter Parker, but the Spy- his Spider-Man wasn't that great. Uh, Andrew Garfield was a really good Spider-Man, but his Peter Parker wasn't that great. And Tom Holland was kind of like in the middle where he's good and bad. But the, the whole he's great. The whole complaint with Tom Holland the past two movies is that he's the luckiest Spider-Man. You know, he has a support structure he doesn't have to worry about money that much. He does well in school. Uh, he does well juggling his life and and being Spider Man decently well. I mean, he's friends with he's an Avenger right away. You know, everything seems to be given to him essentially, which is not very Spider Man like. Mm. This one, this is this Tom Holland Spider Man in this movie is Spider Man. He finally got to the point where he realized that that even though life is hard on himself, he's got to still be a hero and. This is the Spider-Man that I've been waiting for this past this past MCU Spider-Man stuff, and it's kind of already over in a sense. Yeah, I've read all those critiques and, and stuff online on Twitter and stuff. I think all those are not valid. Those are those are those are not in the spirit of what's actually happening in the comics and stuff like that. Dan Slott has a Twitter thread. You can maybe you can Google it, find it, and stuff like that. You know, he's the writer of Spider-Man stuff. Like that. He says all that stuff about uh, Stark Tech and all that's handy and easy and all that stuff. He says. Don't worry about all that stuff. Those are all trappings of a character. You know what I mean? He's, you know, during his uh, Spider-Man run in the comics, he gave Peter Parker uh, a Tony level, uh, Tony Stark level uh, riches and business acumen and, you know, all this. Yeah. Give all that stuff. He says, he says, all that stuff is don't worry. I can take it away like in a snap, in a second. You know what I mean? It, 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 a pen stroke. Don't worry. Those are just trappings of a character. The important thing about a character is, the, or Spider-Man, is his relationship with his the people around him is the is is this responsibility of what he what what makes him Spider Man like his personal life and his his uh, crime fighting stuff like that. that's the thing you're supposed to focus on and that's what this uh, movie also t- does you know he take they take all that stuff away because at the end of this movie it's just power and responsibility like his per- and that balance between his power responsibility and his personal life and that's Spider Man that's no, that's, that's what I mean. On. That's this the was, thing at the end of the day. This, the was, thing is, this was the Spider-Man that I was waiting for. But the, yeah, the but thing is, movie. people don't realize that's the long game. That's the long con. The, this whole entire trilogy has been playing and stuff like that. You know what I mean? People kept thinking, oh, they don't know what they're doing. Or, hey, this is my Spider-Man stuff like that. They're playing a long con, a long story. If you go back and you watch the first movie, second and third one, this entire trilogy is his origin story. Correct. Is, yeah. You know what I mean? That's I was, what I was, get, I was getting to that. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. I agree. That's that's all it is. So, so everybody just needs to relax on the internet. People need people think they're just smarter or a bigger fan of Spider Man, but there's just nothing. If there's, there's nothing, if there's something that this trilogy and Kevin Feige has proven, he's a bigger fan than the people online. You know what I mean, and he knows these characters better than 
uh, the, the the people online. Like people think, oh, oh he's a corporate guy that Sue and Disney and a corporate. Of course, some truth to that. But at the end of the day, he really likes these characters. He really likes Spider Man. You know what I mean? And like I said, just be patient. Just relax. No, yeah, no, no, that was my point. Like this, this was like an arc that we had to follow, and then he finally got to the point where where I've been waiting for this whole time, and. Unfortunately, I don't even know if that the next three movies are going to happen or not. I, I know they said that it will, they will happen. Oh, it's, it's, it's going to happen. It's, it's, I guarantee you. They're well, just playing coy. Well, the, the thing is, no, no. Uh, Kevin Feige and Amy Pascal are not playing coy at all. It's Tom Hall that I'm concerned about. He's the guy who's like, I'm think, I'm think I'm done. You know? No, he's not done. Do you know how much I just read? We just read this recently. How, do you know how much guy pays for these last five movies that he's been Spider Man? Oh, sure, 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 sure. But, but you know, who knows? Because he was it. He did say something about how he wants he wants to give somebody else the opportunity to be Spider-Man. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Hey, hey. I guess. It's I mean, not, we'll see. Stop we'll see. it. We'll what, see. What, what, what universe? It's, 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 it's called a big check. You know what I mean? He's been paid. And I, who knows if this number is right or wrong, but let's just say it's right. It's $15 million about about for the last five movies, the trilogy and the two Avengers movies. The next one, his contract is up now. Now this is where he gets the big payday. Now he's going to get like 20-plus points. He's going to be set for life with the next movie whenever, whenever it comes out. He's not going to give up Spider-Man. He loves playing Spider-Man. You know what I mean? He's yeah, the guy who, who who cried all over the phone to Igor when uh when when they when Disney and Sony almost broke up and stuff like that. He, you know what I mean? He loves playing Spider-Man more than anybody and stuff like that. Don't don't, don't listen. He's just being coy and stuff like that. Don't don't worry about it. He's getting paid. And also, why wouldn't you pay Spider-Man? This is this is like this is like the origin story. Everything else now is. Like the meat of Spider-Man, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? The, the meat, meat the meat of the Spider-Man. The I mean, I mean, I, I can already kind of predict where they're going to next, because it's implied in the the mid-credit sequence. Next up is the symbiote, and then after mm-hmm. that, they're probably going to do the Clone Wars, and then after that, they're going to introduce Miles Morales. It, it seems like yeah. that the next trilogy is already kind of like set up in stone. I, I have one prediction, but let's let's just save the, some of the prediction stuff for that. What else did you like about the uh, the the Daredevil? The, the Daredevil out of all. Oh, hold on, hold on. Be, 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 before we move there, I, I, there was another point I wanted to make. Uh, I got to give props to to uh, Marvel Studios for writing is for writing this movie as if it is the end of the MCU Spider Man, just in case they don't get any more, you know, because because they, it kind of learns its lesson from the previous Spider Man where they were writing for future movies and then suddenly they were cut off at the end. So this one, even if they didn't get any future Spider Man. They, they wrapped it up in a bow. This is a, as good as an ending as a Spider-Man will ever get at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, sure. it's pretty good. But yeah, uh, cameos. Uh, Matt Murdock, the level, fantastic. You know, I think I think yeah. I think they were a little bit too too wink wink Easter egg. I seen like when mm-hmm. he uses their double powers to to grab the thing. Oh, I sure. I mean, yeah, I liked it too as a fan. But at the same time, it's kind of like you know, I'm just that good of a lawyer. Kind of thing. It's like. Okay, I, I think it works on. I think it works on any level. If you don't know that he's Matt Murdock, you've never seen that Netflix of all. Mm. I think it, it works. It, it 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 works as a. Speaking of next movies, you can have Spider Man Daredevil in the next one. You know what I mean? It's it's all right there now. Yeah, yeah. that's fantastic. They, they could. They absolutely could. You know, um, uh, Stephen Strange. Stephen Strange. Doctor Strange is fantastic in this one. Um, mm-hmm. He he really didn't feel like he was part of the cast. I he was he wasn't tacked on like I thought he was going to be. He was actually yeah. part of the story, and I thought that was great. And I I think I also appreciate. Uh, how he was thinking in a different level than Spider Man. He was thinking more mm-hmm. of the big picture. Oh no, no, they have to go back. It doesn't matter if they yeah. die; they have to go back. I, and, and it's consistent with what he said previously in the Infinity War movies and stuff like that. You know what I mean? He's a big picture kind of guy. You know what correct. I mean? he, the little thing, but also it works on a micro level in the sense that he 
because the trailer, the original trailer, is a little bit misleading. Like Wong tells him not to do it, right. but apparently the spell isn't that big of a deal. You know what I mean? He says he's done it before. You know, and they also they're, they're like he's. It's like he's doing something for like a colleague, a coworker, and stuff. Like, trying to do him a solid and stuff like that. Yeah. And also he gets a little bit of a storyline too, a little bit of arc because at the end. He tells Peter, yeah, you can call me sir. You know what I mean? He, he, he actually has an affection for him. The fact that Spider-Man tried to do all of this without killing anybody actually actually has an effect on, on Strange, right? You know, he's right. actually moved by it, right? And also, and wait, hold on. nice. And, and, and to correct that, you, you, you mean like, and he can call you, you call me Steven, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. You can call me okay, Steven. Go ahead. And also, it's a nice little setup for the next Doctor Strange movie, right? Because right. for the, all the previous... Doctor Strange is like, especially the Infinity War, is like, hey, I'm all about duty. You know what I mean? I'm sorcerer. I'm not sorcerer, but I'm I'm here to protect the Earth. You no know I matter. Mean? Doesn't matter. Like a few people, uh, people die and stuff like that. But now, now in the next movie, everything goes to hell because the one time he's actually do a good thing, a nice thing. You know what I mean? He shows his humanity, right? And the multiverse of madness comes comes up, and a, that's a good setup. You know what I mean? That's a nice leadway into uh, his movie. You know. Yeah. It it is shades of like, uh, was it? I forget what, what what MCU movie that was where the the after credits actually the trailer for the next movie. Oh yeah, that's it. It uh, was it, uh, Captain America. Captain America. It was almost like um, uh, Marvel Studios wasn't sure what to do with Sony after this movie, so they're like they, they didn't even give them an MCU after credits. They just said you know just just show our trailer and then I think that's it. Because I mean yeah. Sony also did the mid credits sequence with the Venom situation. Yeah. And uh, first off, like. All this time, oh, Sinister Six, Venom's gonna be the sixth one, and and yeah, nope, in, just in, Sinister Five in in his movie, uh, post credits. Oh, he's in the MCU now, and then he's yeah. he's stunned that he's stayed at the MCU is literally just another mid credits yeah. sequence. Amazing. Yeah. That one, that mid credit gives me hope that Kevin Feige is still wrestling control of Spider Man and keeping him inside the MCU because yeah. basically he's saying, listen, we just want to simulate. Because he, he's dope. He knows. You've seen a lot all these Kevin Feige movies. He knows quality, right? He knows those Sony movies, those Venom movies are crap. You know what I mean? He mm-hmm. so he gets the simulator that he wants and he kicks Eddie Brock out. Get the hell. You know what I mean? Get out of here. That's how I read it and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah. I have no idea if he's gonna recast Eddie Brock in uh, I don't know. You know who cares? I have a prediction for that. I have a prediction. Oh, you have a prediction. <laughs> okay. I have a symbiote prediction. But well, let's go through the rest oh, of the Oh, you 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 mean tell oh. me they're gonna use Flash Thompson right away? Yes, uh, you uh, get it. Yeah, okay, all right, all right. There's a reason why Flash Thompson keeps getting threaded through these three movies, right? They and they didn't pay it off. The th- Flash Thompson, the the family of it all. You know what I mean? The family and a bad home, and also his best friend. My prediction is at some point the symbiote goes to Spider Man first, right? He has a relationship, you know, blah blah blah. He gets you know per the comic book, then he gets kicked out. You know what I mean? Symbiote, Peter Parker break up. So symbiote goes to Flash Thompson. Flash Thompson now is the one person that knows he 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 was he, Peter Parker and Spider Man. Then he's going he's going to get butt hurt about it and says, you know what? Hey, I thought we were friends. You know, it's sync a little bit of the dynamic as the comic books. So I think Flash Thompson will be uh, this universe's Venom. That's my A guess. My B guess is Liz from uh, uh, oh, Homecoming. Yeah, she hasn't got a so, proper resolution either. But yeah, yeah. My, my 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 theory is it just this is a, this is one of those wild. I don't think it's wild, but I think what happened was in the original version of Spider Man Three, it was gonna be Vulture, Scorpion. They were gonna make the Sinister Six, or whatever. But then something happened. I'm guessing into the Spider Verse happened, and they realized, you know what? Hey, we can just pull the villains from the other 
Spider-Man franchises, like just pull the other Spider-Man, and that's what happened. Because all those, all those, those vultures, uh, storyline, and Liz is still out there. Anyway, 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 let's move, let's move on. That's my prediction. I don't really want to go through predictions of the future too much because that's not mm-hmm. the point of this episode. We're supposed mm-hmm. to talk about the current one, so mm-hmm. let's 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 go back to this thing. So I I I do. I was concerned in the beginning. Like the first ten minutes did feel kind of rushed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I like the cameo with damage control, like which I think a lot of people don't even get it, but mm-hmm. but I like that cameo. Uh, but the first ten minutes did feel kind of rushed, and the, the, just the whole idea that Matt Murdo's like, oh yeah, they don't have any basis to like charge you, and but we don't really like get any kind of mm-hmm. actual like answer on why that is. I don't yeah, know. It, it just I'm felt kind of rushed. I'm fine with all that stuff in it because it, it seemed like they wanted to they wanted to skip ahead a little bit because based just based on a, a plot point like hey they're go, they're going into college admission season you know what I mean and they wanted to end around Christmas time I think that's why they kind of had that montage and stuff like that you know what I mean? guess but it, and it, yeah. and also it's like it's an over two and a half hour movie uh, yeah I kind of wish there's a director's cut I'm hoping there's a director's cut for this just because I think the first the first one seemed like it was edited down a lot. I'm I'm okay with it because, like I said, they want to just push ahead a little bit forward and stuff like that. All that stuff with the Mysterio and all that, the Stark tech, all that stuff. That's that's fine. I guess it's an easy. It's kind of a clean resolution. But at the end of the day, it's the pressure that that event has on uh, Peter's personal life with his college college entry and his friends' college entry. That's the thing that that matters the most and stuff like that. So, you know? how do you explain what is essentially kind of like a plot hole with the nobody remembers Peter Parker? And yet, there's all this physical evidence from yeah. videos and a book that says otherwise. How does I would that point, work? I would point to uh, what call it? Uh, screen crush. Screen crush has like a nice little breakdown <laughs> or idea. Fine. I know the answer no, to that. Then okay, go on. No, the idea is for the, basically, for the like, listeners. Go ahead. No, it's just like I don't think he is uh, uh, Steven Spielberg's. Uh, Steven Spielberg. Steven Strange's spell altered the physical reality. All that stuff still exists. Like Flash Thompson's book still exists. Those words and data still exist. But what happens is when people come across it, they're just kind of gloss over it. You know what I mean? It's the idea is like sort of like when you think about your own personal memory and some distant event from a few years ago, do you remember all the details? No. It's going to be like that. Like I said, the words will still be there. Like, hey, Peter Parker is Spider-Man. But then once people realize it, the, the it's, a, it's a lingering, it's a fleeting thought. You know what I mean? That's all it is. It's kind of like shades of uh, one more day, brand new day yeah. kind of thing. Brand new day. You know, the, the other examples they use is uh, at the one in one of those Harry Potter movies. They also did that. Remember mm-hmm. when they when they were attacked by Voldemort, they had to mind wipe some of them. And also, people mentioned uh, 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 Doc, uh, wait, uh, Mr. Fantastic, Doctor Strange did something for a century too. Remember for um, for uh, the comic book, the comic book just century. Yeah, they, they kind of mind wipe. I mean, the, the comic book does it a lot. You know, and, yeah. and, and but that's part of it because like they have multiple writers and they have to retcon a bunch yeah. of things, you know. But it, it, it's the MCU. The MCU has a different kind of standards, and it seems yeah. like this is a little much. Like the whole idea with the whole blip thing and the five years thing, and even now we're still filling in the gaps of that five yeah. years that they kind of just left open. I, I yeah. did not run against that at all. I have no problem with that 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 thing. You know what I mean, I have no problem with people. Like I said, it's just it's people just gonna like just. People just gloss over that fact when they see it, a physical representation like Peter Parker Spider-Man. They just kind of gloss over. They're not the only ones that glossed over it. The writers did. That's good. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's yeah, I still it's fine. You know I, mean? I, I concern. I'm more concerned about the emotion, the emotion of the character of it all and stuff. Like that. It's, it's yeah, heartbreaking yeah. at the at the end 
when uh, when when Peter sees MJ and and, and yeah. Ned and they don't recognize him and stuff like that, it's heartbreaking. Speaking yeah. of Ned Leeds, I love the fact that yes. there is Tagalog in the movie, and like they completely yes. embrace that the actor is Filipino, even though the name doesn't make sense unless yeah. unless just his mom married the white guy, but. Mm-hmm. But she actually spoke Tagalog words, and and just just as it goes in a lot of this uh, Asian movies that that has translation, Ned's translation is very short and quick. Doesn't really get all the nuances of what said. Very shade of Squid Game as well. Perfect. But yeah. at the same time, it's like I I was the only one in theater that was kind of chuckling when 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 the mom will speak because I know exactly what she's saying, and then when when he said he said the the, the translation and it was just kind of like land there. I'm like. Okay, sure, whatever. It's, it's very good. It's yeah. very, it's excellent stuff. Like that. I love Ned. I thought going into the movie, I thought it'd be, very, I thought MJ and Ned would be kind of sidelined mm-hmm. because of all the stuff that's going on. But they're actually front and center. They have yeah. actually great storylines and stuff. Like great things, a lot of things to do and stuff like that. And also, was that Ned's mom or grandmother? I think it is mom. I guess it could I be. Thought, I guess it could have been his grandmother. I could be wrong, right? I want to say it's grandmother because I think there's an emotional resonance. To that, if it's his grandmother, because it'll be it'll imply that he's an orphan, and that's why he's good friends with Peter, right? You know what I mean? Story wise, that's pretty good, right? Mm, yeah, but he's also fil- but they, I think it's a whole Filipino thing now. Filipinos can die. Filipinos can die too. You mean, you, mean, you mean Filipinos can have be an orphan? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. That. That's what I'm but saying. It, 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 it would be God. it would be cleaner yeah. if that's either his mom or his grandma, and then yeah. that, that's where the Filipino heritage comes in. Yeah. You know, it is yeah. also kind of weird how uh, all the secrets in the movie regarding like the 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 villains and uh, Toby and Andrew. Every scene is very much like you can tell it's in a closed set. Yeah, that, nobody that. else around, no no extras anywhere, and it seems like gonna... the the Ned Ned's mom slash grandmother seems to be the only extra that that is aware yeah. that they exist. You know, it's like I was going. Yeah, I was gonna mention that later on. Yeah. yeah, but going back to Ned's, of it, I love his story. I love the fact that they're hinting at the fact that he's a sorcerer, has magic power. <laughs> right, right, you know? right. I, I, I love the fact that they're hinting at the fact that he's outside. There's gonna be a storyline from outside of Spider-Man. Yeah. you know what I mean. I, I pray, I pray to whatever Jesus, you know, whatever spirit, whatever Lord out there, that they're gonna do an Asian of Atlas, Asian of Atlas storyline. Mm-hmm. And now they have Ned with super power, with uh, sorcerer power. Come on, man. That's pretty good. Yeah, you know what I mean? not only that, but enough they, Asians. They, they they did the whole suggestion of the hobgoblin thing, you yeah. know, and the fact that he doesn't remember Peter Parker, it kind of can play on that, right? Yes, yeah. yes, that's a nice segue to the jokes. Some of the jokes and bits in this deep cuts, man, uh, deep cuts, deep cuts, and also hilarious, man. You just mentioned, I promise you, Peter, I'm not gonna, be, I'm not gonna try and murder you. That's <laughs> really excellent. I love the little bit between uh, what do you call it? Uh, we haven't mentioned uh, Jamie Fox and Electro and stuff. Jamie Fox and Electro and Sandman. All oh, right, right, right. Talking about uh, how'd you get your powers? You know, I fell into a a bat of eels. How'd you get your powers? I fell into a collider. That's really good. That's really good jokes and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah it's really, very self aware, very self aware and meta about about the very, whole thing. Yeah, very self. It's yeah. just funny. It's just hilarious. What? What are so many other? Yeah, the, going back to the Nana scene with the MJ throwing bread. At, at the at Andrew Garfield's oh right man. right 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 all that stuff is just just devastatingly funny and stuff like it's very good stuff yeah big thumbs up absolutely um the the, the whole the whole thing with uh, once again with the the other actors so uh, Sandman I forgot his name suddenly the actor's name oh oh Church Hayden oh uh, yeah Hayden, Thomas Thomas, Thomas Hayden Church. Church so Thomas yeah. Hayden Church what, did he did he just not want to be in the movie and he just did a voice acting thing because. Everything about him was CG, even at the very end, where they showed his face. I thought, I thought there, wasn't there a shot of him in person? I thought there was one shot of yeah, him in person in CG. 
Oh, is it really? Yeah, if, it if, if you rewatch it and look and look at it closely, it's obviously CG. I mean, I don't, right. I don't want to say obvious, but it looks CG to me. I don't know why, because I don't think that they they, they, didn't, they didn't leave anything on bad terms with his character. Or unless or unless character. he's just not he doesn't look the part. He, maybe he's like I don't want to be on I don't want to be on screen. Oh, the other voiceover? thing is he they might have to he might be older. He might have to de-age his face maybe and something. Did, like did he get fat? Is that, is that maybe, what it is? Or, or old? But <laughs> or, my my whole thing with the Sinister Five, I guess the only thing that the only character that got short changed. I thought was lizard? the lizard. Yeah, yeah, we agree, right? The lizard. Obviously, that, that's another. That's another actor who's like, I don't want to. I don't really want to be in the movie. Just CG yeah. me. And I'll show up for the one scene, and that's it. You know, that, yeah. that's what that's what it seemed like to me. Yeah, and he. And, but the thing is, for him, it seems like it's fair because he didn't really have a moment between him and his Spider-Man stuff. Everybody else, Doctor Octavius, wonderful moment with Tobey Maguire, all that stuff. Obviously, Flip Mark. I love Flip Mark in the sense that it's so. To the comic book, you know what I mean, and it's so good. Spider Man Three as well. Yeah, yeah. He's just he is he a bad guy? Is he a good guy? He always betrays. He's always. Uh, am I in a Sinister Six? Am I good? Uh, yeah. I don't want to do this. I, I just want to see my daughter. I, I was true to the comic book. I was just waiting for the moment where Toby, you know, kind of like puts this, the suggestion that yeah, by the way, he killed Uncle Ben, but but it, <laughs> yeah. it, never, it never went there. It never went yeah. there. So and also, um, there's like, a moment where uh, where Octavius sort of uh, yes. which like cheers Electro. That's also very comic booky. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day. The Sinister Six usually can overmatch, can defeat Spider-Man, but internal fighting, their ego and stuff like that, mm-hmm. usually trips them up in the comic books. And I was just like, it's just wonderful. It's and Jamie Foxx must feel really good about this one. You know what I mean? He looks right. like Jamie Foxx. This is this this actually is much more geared to who his strengths you know, and stuff like that. His right. bit with Andrew Garfield was great of about the what do you call it? Uh, he thought Spider-Man be, there has to be a Black Spider-Man out there somewhere and stuff like that. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Otto Octavius like. Being a hero at the end, I'm like, that's the superior Spider-Man right there. Yeah. It's like a hint, yeah. hint kind of thing. So I like that. All, I like that. And also hints to his original Spider-Man 2 thing, right? Because he's just a he's just a, a professor. You know, he's a professor that got way in over his head. An accident happened. You know what I mean? He's a victim of circumstance. At the end of the day, when that chip is turned off, he is a professor. He's an educated man. He's a, you know what I mean? He's a, you know, he's a professorial type, type person. You know what I mean? He's a man of literature. You know what I mean? Of art and stuff like that. You know what I mean? To me, that also spoke to that character in, in his original movie. Plus, so, yeah. the, the whole like, you know, I want to, I want to make the, I want to have the power of the sun in my yes. hands, and then it's the arc reactor. It's like genius. Like I never thought about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you look at some of the Easter egg breakdown uh, videos on YouTube, they 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 point out the specific dialogues that they took, not only from you know Toby's Spider Man, but also. Again, amazing enough, Mark Webb's and Andrew Garfield's mm-hmm. Spider-Man. You know what I mean? It's, it's incredible stuff. And one of my favorite scenes in all of Spider-Man, all of cinema in, in general, is the Tobey Maguire roof thing. You know, the roof collapses, and he, he saves Mary Jane. And, and Peter says, hey, you know, this, hi, Mary Jane, this is really heavy. You know what I mean? And they kind of recreate that a little bit with the glider, him stopping the glider and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's fantastic. Like, but also, again, these are not just like, uh, Easter eggs or little nods and winks just for the fun of it. It's actually very permanent, per, uh, uh, very uh, resonant to the yeah. story. And the things it's, it's, yeah. it's very much like like the movie saying, like, you Spider-Man fans who've been Spider-Man fans for the longest time, I yeah. see you. These are your jokes. You're going to yeah. get it, yeah. right? Like the, the, the whole thing where, where Toby's like, 
oh my back hurts kind of thing. Yeah. You know, that's a <laughs> huge callback to Freaky's yeah. Fireman 2. It was, it was that's a deep cut. Yeah, it's a very deep cut. Where Tobey Maguire yeah. hurt his back in Seabiscuit and he uh-huh. almost wasn't going to be Spider-Man again. And, you know? and also the, th- the, the theory is that he also, there was also the, there was, he's negotiating for a bigger contract, a bigger payday too. That's why he also, it's a whole thing. But yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's fantastic. Like yeah, this, yeah. this movie is, like I said, if you're a fan of Spider-Man, like uh-huh. even just the movies by itself, this is, uh, this is for you. It's yeah. like, I also this wanna... is like your reward. Yeah, I also want to mention one thing too. As I was watching this, uh, one thing I want to also mention: uh, uh, all this uh, Spider-Man, all this different universe, all this Doctor Strange. At the heart of this movie is still a coming-of-age story. I, I think people shouldn't forget that. You know what mm, I mean? Yeah. At the end of the day, there's a very at the core. I remember when they first did the first Spider-Man movie for Homecoming. They said a lot of this came, from, a lot of the influence came from those John Hughes movies and stuff like that. Those those you know high school movies and stuff. Don't people shouldn't forget that at the end of the day, it is a, a, about a kid transitioning from high school. The lessons you learn from high school, you, you know, and moving into your adult life, your college years, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That is the heart of it. You know what I mean? And it also reminds me of we mentioned Harry Potter earlier. It also mentioned it mentioned it, it reminds me of Harry Potter. Harry Potter starts as these little kids' book, like you know, for seven, you know, seven, eight year olds, and stuff. And as they go older, it gets darker as he enters adulthood and stuff like that. Th- this is also true for this trilogy and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's it's fantastic. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it, the movie ends with him being an adult. Yeah, you know, and, and also the th- and the three totems from his childhood are still with him, but he's entering his adulthood now. You know what I mean? He has the Emperor Palpatine, he has the coffee cup from MJ, and the sewing machine from from Aunt May. And also, I want to mention Aunt May real quick again. This is something I I I, I, I was I was looking at. So uh, it involves his costume. So his costume, he gets glunked on 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 green paint or something like that Correct. right and, it's, and he, throughout the movie they kept showing him not being able to clean it not able to clean it and stuff like that and at one point he goes when he fights electro and sandman his suit is turned inside out and you realize later on aunt may cleaned it for him you know what i mean right, yeah. and then when he and when he gets dropped off at work you know it's these all allegories for like kids not doing able to do a laundry kids getting dropped off at work aunt may drops off drops him off at work he says oh thanks for cleaning uh, my suit, it's all good now. You know what I mean? And then later on, of course, Aunt May is no longer in his life. You know, but the sewing machine and the new costume is still there. So that's like when I realized that, that, that broke my heart. I was like, wow, it's him transitioning into adulthood. You know what I mean? That's all this movie, all these three movies are. It's just growing up, basically. So big thumbs up. Yeah, big thumbs up. This is like uh, the Spider Man MCU trilogy really rivals the Captain America uh, yeah. MCU trilogy. It's, it's like, it's really, really up there. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, amazing. It's just uh, absolutely. I think amazing. I think you mean spectacular. <laughs> well, I mean, amazing is also part of it too. Well, war friendly. It's very friendly for the neighborhood. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I love this movie. It, it, it's 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 big up. Yeah. Oh, I will. I mentioned some of the stuff. I there are negatives, of course. There are some, stuff. and yeah. just just some aesthetic things like the some of the cinematography, the lighting, oh, and right. the production values seem very closed off but you mentioned yeah yeah, and it's obviously because of covid and also keeping secrets and stuff like that Mm -hmm. especially if you go back and watch the first two movies those two movies they made new york very big and expansive and when then went to europe in the second movie everything's kind of big luscious wonderful colors like some of the stuff here is a little too dark you know what i mean a little closed a little claustrophobic sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't work when it opens up when they have that mirror we haven't even mentioned that mirror dimension fight with dr strange oh right Mm -hmm. right Thumbs up, big thumbs up. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's one of the main issues I have with it, as far as like uh, things I didn't like. 
I, I just remember too, like as much as I like the setup with the action action beats, I thought the editing was kind of mushy. Yeah. Like it wasn't very uh, I don't want to say legible, but it, it kind of was it was like it kind of was a little over the place. Like yeah. you get where the action beats are, but at the same mm-hmm. time, the choreography wasn't kind of there. It really yeah. was like they were stitching and piecing everything together because because of a mix of CG and live action and secrets. You know, it was kind of it kind of was kind of yeah. interfering with with the action scenes as well. Yeah. So yeah, and th- that might be because we're watching it for the first time, so we're hyper focused. Sometimes when you watch it a second time, it, th- it things uh, go out. I mean, it plays a little smoother. I'm planning on seeing it one more time before it leaves the theater. Oh, but I'm definitely well, watching it time. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll see. Okay, I think we can. But wrap very it up few, there. very few complaints. Very familiar. Big yeah. thumbs up. I I mean, like I said, I have complaints, but I love this movie. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. it's, like I don't, it's, yeah. just, it really is a miracle how Kevin Feige does it and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like I said, also another thought. This is random. I uh, one of my favorite Gene Sisko quotes is like, "Great movies make bad movies worse." And when I when I was leaving the theater, I got mad at the JJ Abrams and everybody that worked on Skywalker again. You know what oh I mean? Oh my god! Like, there we go. Yeah, like Kevin Feige can fix a trilogy of franchises from like twenty years ago. You guys can't do a you can't end the the Skywalker trilogy. You know what I mean? You can't do that. Seriously, come on, guys. Ryan yeah. Johnson kills the main bad guy and turns turns Ray into nobody, and then you guys can't adjust. You can't you know can't figure it out. Come on, man. Yeah. Well, I mean that's anyway. that's a whole other thing. But then Kevin, Kevin Feige is gonna. Apparently, help out with Star Wars now. So I know, seriously, yeah, I, I'm, bet, I'm betting the Star Wars, his Star Wars would fix the Skywalker. What do you think of that? That's a prediction right there. What do you think of that? I, I but, guess, I guess. But you know what I'm saying, right? This is big Hollywood blockbuster movie making. It's not easy. I'm not saying it's not easy, but if Kevin Feige can do it with fixing movies or closing loops from movies 20 years ago, you guys can't do the same for Skywalker. And that, that goes across the board for any franchise movie, bad franchise movie I see and stuff like that, you know? Anyway. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Spider-Man over him. I'm sure there's other things that we haven't talked about that we could, but we're going to end it right here. So, all right. Thanks for listening. My name is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. You can find me on uh, the Twitter, J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-L-U. Music has been provided by the White Axis. Contact info, ways to support us, and everything else can be found on whowhatworksby.com as well as the show notes. This was episode 520 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until uh, next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Worst Why Network. We are going to be, this is going to be the only episode for this week. Uh, we'll have The Matrix as the next episode and then our <laughs> 2021 recap and prediction episode after that. So uh, this is it for this week and possibly three episodes next week unless we do the, yeah. we somehow get out The Matrix before the end of the week. But have, I, you, uh, have you seen the uh, Matrix reviews? I have week. not seen the Matrix reviews. I think I'm gonna watch an HBO Max now. What do you think of that? <laughs> oh no! I mean, I'm watch. I am watching an HBO Max, but okay, okay, yeah, okay. All right, all right. It couldn't seem well. Say, say into God. Keep it real. <laughs> uh, how do I how do I translate that to God without making it sound like stupid? <laughs> yeah. Shout out Ned. <laughs> Kumaina. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> there you go. All right, we're out of here. We're out of here.